So, I am in the most eclectic of moods. I'm happy. I woke up with a good mood. I'm going to let you know right now. I am devoid of the podcast microphone. It is at my apartment. I am at my uncle and aunt's house right now. So, the audio is not as beautiful, as luscious, as... Un- it is not as complimentary to my vocal tone that it should be. So, with that being said, what's up with you? What's going on? We are back here on the People's Paradise Podcast. Shout out to everybody who's listening to me. Shout out to everybody who takes part in the entertaining in the entertaining rhetoric that is JT's podcast. Um, first off, all purple flowers and kisses to all the people who wished me happy birthday yesterday. Thank you so much. That means the world to me. Shout out to all of you guys. You don't know how you don't know how happy that made me feel that there are some people who really do give a fuck about me. You know, shout out to everybody. Liam, Will, Monty Margarita, my cousin Tinky, my cousin Terry, um, my homies Ruben, Alex, Wald, uh, X, all my homies, man. I really uh, I appreciate that the long way. And it really is a blessing to be in this world and know there's people out there who really do care about you. That's a, that's a, a comforting feeling to wake up to in the morning. I woke up this morning with just... I woke up this morning with just so much positive energy. Like, that made me feel great. And it was a great feeling. So let's get to the fuck shit. Um, it's a man, I'm going to tell you. I had a lot I wanted to talk about today. I could not pass up a 43-minute recording session on this podcast without at least bumping corners on the whole Colin Kaepernick Nike boycott thing over the new Colin Kaepernick ad. Now... Before I dive into this, for those of you guys who are on either side of the Nike boycott, either you agree with the Nike boycott and you're burning your Nike items, which makes no sense to me. That's one thing about white people when they get mad. They do weird shit like buy stuff. They buy products from the store to burn the products. Black people, we don't, we don't, we, when we boycott something, we don't, you gotta say about black people. When we boycott shit, we do. We don't buy. We don't buy the products from the store and burn it. What we do is we either say we ain't fucking with that anymore, or that they're racist and make them nuclear so that way nobody will fuck with them. Period. I'm really, really enjoying this Nike boycott thing. I'm really enjoying the outrage over the Colin Kaepernick ad because now we're going to be able to see how powerful black dollar is. You have these people who are on the, on the, you have these people who cater more to the side of the, of the being against Colin Kaepernick and they're saying boycott Nike and fuck Nike. And they said 3% of their stock dropped or whatever, whatnot. But I love how all of the black entertainment world, all of celebrities in our realm are so aligned with him or so aligned with Colin Kaepernick. Me personally, I don't think the people who are in charge of the campaign, in charge of the campaign in Nike, I don't think they're doing it from a sincere standpoint. I simply think they just, I really do think they're just doing it because they see some power. They see power in advocacy. They see power in the social justice advocacy kind of thing. And reality is, I think they're going to make a lot of money. I think they're going to make a lot of money, bro. For real, I think they're really going to make a lot of money. I think they're going to make a lot of money. And I love that it's gonna it's it's becoming trendy to stand on the side of social justice with these with these um with these um with these um <clears throat> sorry with these commer with 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 merchandising or whatever or whatnot. Um, 
as we talk about this, as we talk about this, I can't help but reminisce about um I forgot their names, man, but there were the there was these two black athletes in the nineteen seventies or nineteen sixties Olympic World Games and they were famous. Some of you guys might be familiar with the story. And they were famous because they protested by putting their glove fist up and after winning the award at the World Olympics to protest, you know, the oppression of black people in America. They got so criticized, annexed, their medals were stripping, they were sent death threats and shit like that. I'm so happy the sacrifices that those men had to take to have people like Colin Kaepernick be awarded by mainstream for his action for social justice. I've had many debate with people about the whole kneeling thing. As far as kneeling right now, I don't think NFL players should kneel today. I don't think they should kneel in games now because I feel like the original... I feel like the original intent for kneeling has been lost. I feel like it went from us actually protesting police brutality to just saying, well, fuck Trump. Trump can suck my black dick while it's on the floor because he's a dick. Like, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like it's gotten so like, I feel like it's gotten so distant from what the original intent of kneeling was. I feel like the original intent was to let people know what's going on with police brutality. Let them know how in our community, how these police are brutalizing us. And for black, white, or Mexican. And I feel like it's been lost because we're now it's just an anti-conservative, anti-Trump thing. And I don't want to come. I don't want to. I don't want to fucking mix a call. Take a call. Make make a cauldron potion size bullshit of all those different things. I want to just focus on police brutality. That's how we're gonna get things done. Um. And that's just it is what it is. I think with Colin Kaepernick, I respect him for what he did. I respect. I respect I respect him for taking the time to stand up for and me and me and my friend were having a debate about this the other day because like um part of the reason a lot of part of the reason a lot of people were upset at Colin Kaepernick was because he wore socks. He wore socks that had pigs on them to make fun of like uh the calling the cops pigs. Which is kinda strange because that term referring to cops as pigs, that don't come from us. White people came up with that slang. They came up with that metaphorical slang. We just take it on. But like I told her She's going into law. I told her, I was like, I was like, you gotta understand, we have a totally white people. This is what white people need to understand. And I'm glad this podcast has such a diverse audience because I want everybody to get this. This is what you have to understand. When you are African American, you are raised, you are raised with a totally different perspective of the cops than when you are white because we've historically has such a totally, such a totally, totally different experience with law enforcement. White people are generally raised with the idea that the cops are here to protect you. At least when I was growing up, we're raised with the idea that cops are here to patrol us, to keep us in certain areas. We're raised with the stories our grandmothers tell them about the cops taking her out, taking them out the car and cussing them out and calling them niggers or slamming our uncles on the car or take, picking up my father and beating him with billy clubs and dropping him back off. We're raised with those stories. We're also raised knowing how our cousins or friends are getting killed or getting beat, beat the fuck on by cops for no reason. So because of that, we have a totally different perspective of the cops than you. And that's just the game. 
you can't stop. That's just that's just we have two totally different perspectives. It's just even just from a purely survival standpoint. When I see a cop, I don't get comfortable. I get scared because I know when he sees me, he sees a he sees a tall black man who if irate who might get irate and he might want to shoot me or some shit like that. You know. I remember Charlemagne the guy said that on the Bearded Idiots a long time ago. He was like you have to be aware. You have to be aware of the prejudices that other people might have against you. And that's just it. Now, <clears throat> how we get better with that, I guess, is, and it's no, it's no real, it's no one way of resolving the issues between black people and cops because you gotta come, you gotta come, you gotta compartmentalize everything to each each individual region. So I don't know. But more of the story is I support Colin Kaepernick's uh, camp. I support Colin Kaepernick. I'm glad Nike got behind him. I know he's getting a bag. I'm going to tell you right now. I know. I know. Hey, listen, let me tell you some shit. I know he got, he got money to cut his hair now. <laughs> um, but I mean, shout out to Colin Kaepernick. Shout out, shout out to Colin Kaepernick. Great mind, great man, has a great heart. And we'll talk more when you hear this, Colin. We'll talk more when you hear this now. In other news that is not so dreary and depressing on the foundation, uh, Captain Marvel, bro, Marvel. I really want to know how much. I really want to know how much money Marvel, bro. They came out with Captain Marvel. They're coming out with Captain Marvel March twenty nineteen. I just saw the um, a few of the photos they have of um, Bria Lyson. She's playing Captain Marvel. I really want to know, bro. How much fucking money does Marvel make, man? Like. They are steadily and forever getting a goddamn bag. I'm like, because that Captain Marvel movie is going to make so much money. I'm not familiar with her. I, I'll be honest with you. I just heard about her last year. Because when it came to comic books, I was a nerd about comic book lore. See, I'm a lore nerd. And that's what I was, was going to say. Like, I'm a comic book lore nerd. Like, I anything that I like, I rarely have ever read the book. I just went on Wikipedia and read all the information about it. But, like, I'm rarely... I really got in depth with it, but it's a uh, damn. Like I'm thinking today, because this year they they had a Black Panther, they had Avengers, Avengers: Infinity War, they had Ant Man and the Wasp. I don't know how much money Ant Man and the Wasp uh, made this year. Shit, truthfully, I didn't. I didn't really see that much promotion for it. I had my phone was off back then, but like they got to be pulling in just so much money, man. I, I'm gonna tell you, DC Comics, I need to step it up. DC Comics, y'all need to step it up. And they had Deadpool 2 come out this year. DC Comics, y'all need to step it up. I'm, I'm, I'm on record. I've been saying since I was 10 years old, I am more of a DC Comics world fan, but y'all motherfuckers are slacking in the movie department. But you know what? I'm going to tell you, and I, was, I was thinking this earlier. What DC Comics makes really good is animated movies. Their animated movies and animated series are astound, outstanding, perfect, Nigga, the dude who who directed Godfather couldn't make a better version. Although, who would want to see Godfather in animation style? But they're just perfect. It's just like, it's just, they, when it comes, I will say that Captain Marvel movie that's coming out, they have one called, um, what's, what is it, what's it called? Yeah, because they have their own Captain Marvel. The DC Comics Captain Marvel movie that's coming out, that, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you right now, I'll watch that. That's going to be, that is going to be so fucking hilarious like I, I can look at it and tell it's gonna be a good film so i'm gonna watch that but like i don't know like they're doing but they but they make good dc comics just needs to 
I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I guess I can make that question to you guys. <laughs> Ask you guys that question. What do you think? Why do you? Th what do you think the disconnect is between DC Comics live action films to where the fans aren't flocking to it the way you would see fans flocking to a Deadpool or a Thor Ragnarok? I think. I think I don't know. I think I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But um. Shout out to Captain Marvel. Shout out to Brie Lice. I'm pronouncing her name. I'm just butchering the pronunciation of her name. But shout out to her. I saw, I saw, I saw. She's actually a little pretty little lady. I see you, girl. You know, hey, if you want to come, holla at the young, at the greatest voice of all time. You know, come holla at me. But, um, beautiful lady. But, um, they doing a, uh, they doing a good job, man. I mean, I, hey, I would love to be the CEO of Marvel's film distribution because the motherfucker is making bank. Um, I, it's, I, it's interesting because I was reading like a little bit of her film credits. The lady who's starring as Captain Marvel, and I was like reading about some of the films she had did before, or TV shows and films she had did before getting this role. And I was like, it's interesting to see that like whole her whole world's like her whole world is about to open up after doing this film. But then can I? But then I don't even I don't even know if I can say that because I know like with Chris Hemsworth. With the Chris Hemsworths and the the Chris Pratt's and the not Chris Pratt's the Chris Pitt. I'm trying to think of the name of that guy who's who plays Captain America. His name is Chris something, but like these guys, you would think that playing Captain America and playing Thor would open up to more roles. But like, I haven't really seen Chris Hemsworth or that guy. I think his name's Chris Pitt or Chris Pratt. I haven't seen them really be open. I might be the most common white guy name in the world, Chris. I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them doing it that many other major roles outside of those films. But that could be for any reason. Shit, they might be making so much money from those films that they don't feel the need to do any other films. I mean, I know them. I don't. I don't, I don't know how much money they're making, but I'm, I know them. That damn checks is like. Them goddamn, them damn shit, them Avengers checks must be luscious. They must be luscious and, I, but you know it goes, but I'm going to tell you. But then I don't know, man, because like, we don't know, like, they just don't know. Actors really just started, I'm not, actors who weren't famous, famous, famous before they got into the big film, they really just started getting more or less the kind of their just due, maybe in the last 17 years. And that sounds long, but it's not long. I remember, nigga, I remember reading, I was reading this a few weeks ago. I, I might have brought this up in the podcast 18 times, but I will never stop bringing it up. That the cast of the very first cast of the first season of Power Rangers, the very first cast, these niggas was getting paid 700 or $800, one of those two numbers, I forgot, to play in Power Rangers. And this was one of the biggest effing shows and that do you know how big power rangers was if you are do you know how big power rangers is power rangers now is big kids love it it's big but nigga when it first came out and even then I, i'm being by i that might just be from my personal perspective because it might be just as big as it came out as a big when i was when i was a kid but i mean it might just be it might be just as big now as it was when i was a kid but Cause when I started watching, it's truthfully when I started watching Power Rangers. By the time it got to me, I I was I was. By the time I was able, by the time I was able to kind of kind of focus and realize what was going on in the show, they were already kind of maybe like two or three seasons in. But is man that shows 
for you, for that, that's, I don't know how to gauge numbers and, met, and metrics, but that show had to be pulling at least $30 million a year, at least more than that, just off of merchandising, because at the time, at the time when that came out, they had TV show, they had a TV show, then you had the toys that McDonald's and Burger King's had, you had the, the video games, you got, bro, like, it was, man, that, sh that, that changed the game, man. Power Rangers changed the game. I'm going to tell you, I think the police were, I, I feel like there's a lot more, I feel like the power, being Power Rangers made, made, I think feel like being a Power Ranger made the idea of being a cop a little bit more attractive. Like, I feel like there's a lot more people who are cops because of Power Rangers. They saw Tommy do the shit with the flute and some of the green dragon. It was like, the, uh, it was like, oh, shoot. Remember that? I don't know. How, 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 how did Tommy play the flute? Dun, 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 dun. Only real Power Rangers nerds have any clue what I'm talking about. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, man, it's been, yeah, it was amazing. Shout out to, shout out to them, shout out to them, shout out to the, um, Shout out to the Power Rangers realm. Shout out to the people of Power Rangers, bro. It was it's, it was lit. Um, what else can we talk about? Um, I think I think I think uh, more of the story is a shout out to Bree, Brianna, Bri. I know I'm saying her name wrong. Shout out to her, and uh, there was a new generation coming out, man. Power Rangers. I mean, <laughs> new Captain Marvel film coming out. That's gonna be luscious. There's something else I wanted to touch on. I forgot. There was at one point on me. I, there was at one point I wanted to talk about the whole um, Mark Rubio versus Alec Jones confrontation at the Senate Hall when they were having just after Marco Rubio was in court for the social media hearing. I guess about like how Facebook is. I, I don't know that much about it. I think it's to some degree about how Facebook is uses too much personal information or whatever. And Alex Jones. This white dude who obviously needs some more better recreational activities. He spends his whole time discussing shit like how aliens are gonna ra aliens are gonna anal rape us all, or how the Sandy Hooks elementary thing was a government conspiracy. That last one wasn't a joke. Like he really does believe that the Sandy Hooks massacre, Sandy Hooks elementary school massacre. He believes that that was an actual government conspiracy, and he confronted Mark Rubio outside. And like, you know, just spit that weird, crazy shit that all idiots say. And Mark Rubio was like, well, who, I don't know this guy. I don't know this guy. And then he touched him. He's like, <laughs> Alex Rubio, Alex patted him on. They had, they, had like, like, they had like a little, little, little discourse. They had a little discourse between them. Like almost a kerfuffle. Like, looked like it looked like they were about to have a kerfuffle. And it looked like they were about to have a kerfuffle. And it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to see Mark Rubio is a conservative, he's a Republican. And it's kind of weird to see people who are, um, it's kind of weird to see how, I don't know if Mark Rubio really didn't know who Alex Jones was, but though, and Alex Jones, if to better let you know who he is, he used to be the host of Infowars on YouTube. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to really see if they really, it's kind of hard to see, it's kind of hard to see other conservatives and Republicans disagree with Alex Jones because Alex Jones is one of those people who's really conservative and he's right, but he just supports some of the craziest fucking theories that the right would have. Like, he's real Rush Limbaugh. He talks just like Rush Limbaugh. Sounds just like Rush Limbaugh. I think that's one of his... I think he really likes... Be, like, he's really inspired by Rush Limbaugh. So, 
it's kind of weird to see that when it's like, bro, like I feel like a lot of his, um, a lot of his stand, a lot of the views that he spit, he, that he was, he would share prior to Infowars getting taken down off YouTube. A lot of that I felt, a lot of that I feel is it comes from, a lot of that I feel like gave, it helps, it helps the conservative Republican platform. And so it's interesting to see like people who are like, but then I can't even say that. I'd love to say it's interesting to see people who are on the right who are in opposition of them. But then I can't even say that because, hell, I can't even say that because I really don't know if Mark Rubio knew who he was or didn't know who he was or not. Like, I don't, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. He might or might, he might not or might or not have, he might or might not have known. So it's what it is. Crazy fucks. Um, nothing really much else to talk about, bro. Um, I hate to cut it short, but I got to do some else. I got to record some other things today. But uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of the movement today. Um, Q&A. Send me some questions you want me to answer. Send me some topics, too. Tomorrow I'm going to do Q&As and more topics. Let me know what you guys want to hear. Let me know if you guys have any more questions, anything you want me to talk about today. With that being said, People's Paradise Podcast.